Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. It's KISW Loud and Local here on The Rock, a band that's going to be playing a EP release show coming up here shortly, actually on the 30th at the substation, Friday, June 30th, starting off the summer. With Snail Bones, Future Tense, and Anthers, the band is Chrome Lakes, and they're in studio. Welcome up to Loud and Local, guys. Hello. Thanks for having us. You're very welcome, man. It's cool to have you guys up here. I've been playing the new single, Stranger in the Sky. But, uh, you know, spoiler alert, these are these are new singles, but they're also kind of old. Right? They're like, so th- this is all a clever title. It's called Besides, because they're all B-sides, right? That's right. Right on. We like our puns. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Uh, but, but before we go into the interview, uh, tell me what your name is and what you do in Chrome Lakes. I'm Chad, and I do the vocals and some guitar sometimes. I'm Jay, and I play drums. I am Phil, and I play guitar. Uh, Aaron, I play bass and backing vocals. Right on. And uh, Chad, he's been a stranger to KISW. He's been up here a couple times in the last few years. It was yep. Variations. Yep. And then also with Witch Ripper. Yep. This is I, my triple whammy here. I will cut <laughs> them all in uh, finally. <laughs> that Soundgarden cover is insane. Absolutely. Oh, thank wow. you. Wow. I'm so stoked on it. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. So good. But we're not here to talk about Witch Ripper. We're here to talk about Witch <laughs> Ripper. We can talk about no. them forever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, but Witch Ripper. <laughs> You're sharing the member. with Sharing your guy with Witch Ripper. So. Um, just call me Sharon. Like Ragdoll. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so let's get a little history. Uh, tell me who wants to start. Like, how did Chrome Lake start? Um, how long you guys had to meet and whatnot? Oh, yeah. Let's get the origin so, story. Uh, kind of the origin of it is that Chad and I go way back okay. from uh, playing shows in different bands together. You know, he had a band called Keaton Collective from Bellingham. Yeah. So I went we, to Cug- I went to Western. I did a radio in Cugs. Yeah, nice. yeah. yeah. Nice. So uh, yeah, met him through just doing shows, and he and I kind of hit it off like brothers, and been fast friends ever since. And you know, when he was still living up there, we were trying to figure out, like, oh, it'd be cool to start a project if you ever come down to Seattle. And yeah. one day I just got a phone call from him. He's like, I'm coming down. Let's do this thing. So we uh, scheduled an afternoon to try to put some songs together. And probably within that, you know, time period, I guess, like, the first maybe four hours that we were hanging out, we probably wrote two songs together. And what then, year are we talking? Yeah, 2013. 2013? Yeah. yeah. Right on. So, yeah, from that, then we just kind of built out the band. Uh, Jay also, we go back with playing shows, you know, uh, in his old group, Just Like Vinyl. Awesome. So, um, yeah, I kind of ran into him randomly uh, at a bar. I live over, I'm the only person that lives over on the east side. So yeah. I ran into him at a bar over there. I was like, what are you doing over here? So 
uh, you know, just like, yeah, got this thing going on if you want to come play drums. And... It's just like Vinyl with Thomas from Fall of yes, Troy. That's that, right. that is yeah. the one. Yeah. He's actually my old next-door neighbor growing up. Oh, that's awesome. Muckle Teo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I am a Muckle Teo, yes. Shout out. Muckle yeah, Tio. so awesome. from that, it's, uh, yeah, we just slowly pieced out the guys. Uh, we actually had an original bass player mm -hmm. uh, named Ryan that was with us for a few years, and then he um, went on to go do some different stuff, and... Thankfully, yeah, uh, we came across Aaron. I think you guys were working together, right? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. kind of a, it was like, you got hired, and then our boss was like, hey, this is Chad. He's in a band, too. And I was like, oh, sure, cool. And then I was like, what <laughs> band are you in? He's like, Crumb Lakes. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know Jay. I've known Jay for a long time. And then something <laughs> happened, and your bass player couldn't make it to uh, the Upstream Festival. Mm -hmm. So you guys asked, or Chad asked if I'd like to fill in. Uh, and I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And then there was also, uh, we'll pay you. So that was uh, nice. Also, <laughs> the only time I've nice. ever been <laughs> There we go. Uh, yeah, we played that show, and I, I had a really good time. It was great getting to know the guys. And then I was like, uh, well, that was fun. I wish we could do it again. So let me know if you guys ever need another, like, you know, fill in. And they were like, well, actually, our guy <laughs> awesome. kind of wants to do other things. So we're looking for a new bass player. And that was apparently six years ago. Nice. Yeah. I remember yeah, Upstream. Crazy. Yeah. I yeah. saw Jawbreaker and uh, right. oh, that, we were yeah. the same day, I believe. That's uh -huh. awesome. Yeah. I think, yeah, the bill that we are at, we are at the Elysian stage. And it's like mm -hmm. Helms Elite, wow. Sandrider. Yeah, yeah. 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 We had a great bill. That was awesome. Yeah. Some heavy Seattle rock there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's super cool. That's it was awesome. just a really fun festival, you know. I wish they'd actually bring it back because yeah. we had a great time. I think that was uh, was that founded by Paul oh, Allen, yeah, so yeah, R.I.P. So, you know, so he passes away and, and kind of his dream. But hopefully, right. somebody from that foundation decides to revamp it. That would it was be a cool. really great experience for all the different. I mean, there's a lot of music happening. Yeah, so. <laughs> and across chaotic, a lot of venues too. It wasn't so just a, yeah. a oh, yeah. one venue kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It was oh, just all over Belt. Yeah, I mean, I think they had two stages in the north. Uh, a lot of the uh, Lumen Field. Yep, that's where I saw Jumpbreaker. Yeah, 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 and then and the Hot Snakes. Oh, that's oh, right. God. Yeah, Hot Snakes oh, yeah. was on that. Yeah, I wish I knew that. That was yeah. bad. <laughs> Well, we actually have another member, Brian Barrows. Right. He's not here right now. He him. plays Hi, lead guitar hey, and keys. But uh, he's on tour with his other band, Hillside Seventy Seven. Awesome, right now. Yes. So, so he's not here. Guys, Kevin, yeah. all you guys. But yeah, you know, sometimes we play as a four piece and. We just adjust if yeah. need be. But uh, yeah, even before Jay and Aaron joined, there was another bass, pl oh, another bass player, another mm -hmm. drummer. Right. Um, so, you know, this is the final group. Awesome. But mm -hmm. it took like, you know, a year or so of adjustment and us like figuring out who should be in the band. And then, yeah, it just has kind of evolved from there. Exactly. I think I just started jamming with you guys somewhere around 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it, been about 10-ish years. This is the most apex the version, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> this is Chipped off all the rough refined, edges and yeah. right? smooth yeah. now. Yeah. We like to think so. But I even, uh, we stopped doing it for a while. Mm -hmm. I like just started doing other stuff in other bands. Mm -hmm. And then we ended up going to somebody's birthday party. I can't remember who's, the three of us, me, Jay, and Phil. Mm -hmm. And we like had a conversation in the kitchen. And you guys were just like... We want you to come back. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'd, I, we'd had a brief search for another singer just to see if we could figure it out, and nobody quite fit. And we're like, when Chad's ready, yeah, let's just do that. And, that makes more sense. And, yeah, I, I had played guitar a little bit, but then I was like, all right, I'll come back if I can just sing. Because I'd always wanted to try that. <laughs> He's been a guitar player, a bass oh, player, so but never just, just a band? primary singer. 
Yeah, like oh, now cool. there's there's some more three guitar things okay. on the For new first record. record that we're... You didn't do any guitar. No. Vocals, tambourine. Yeah. Second <laughs> second record, no guitar. No guitar. This but EP, I... he has one guitar. Well, I guess from the old record, he had the one track. Yeah. But then the new record, he's got a few more. So Yeah, so, you know, it was nice to like not have to play guitar at the same time, but... You got to hold the tambourine I'm, at least, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> got to do the hell out of that thing. <laughs> Eighth Maracas. notes and sixteenth notes. Here we go. Yeah. Shaking it like a salt yeah. shaker. That's but awesome. yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it that's summed pretty up. pretty much the history. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Well, thanks for filling me in, Aaron. We were mentioning yes. um, in the, on the elevator that you know I we go way back. Uh, the college radio show that I do, I used to do called Dead Air, which is about to celebrate twenty years next summer, which is crazy. You you guys played live in studio with your old band Claymore. I did, yeah, yeah. Um, it, was, uh, it was wild. It so was a you long were, time ago. What other bands? You were in Claymore. You were in Keen Hotter, right? I was, yeah. For it seemed like a long time because we did so much, but it was actually probably like two and a half years. Um, Fueled by ramen recording artist Kane Hodder. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no longer. That's <laughs> right. All that was sold to a holding company or something. I don't know. You can edit that out. Uh, uh, yeah, that. And then I was after that. We uh, we started a band called Grenades. Yes. Yep. And then uh, yeah, that kind of fizzled out. And then and you came up to Metal Shop with Grenades, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 yeah that's right. We did. Uh, it was that was a long time ago. Yep. That was like definitely 10 years was. Ago. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, that was actually how I got my first taste of Aaron was going to a grenade show. I was like, oh, that's oh, awesome. Sh- we've got to get this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how the last record ended up being way louder than the one before. <laughs> so. Well, and Phil actually said he was, I was like, oh, yeah, I work with Aaron. He's like, oh, I know Aaron. He's great. And I was like, yeah, he's pretty metal, though. <laughs> uh, I don't know you. if he'd Thank fit you. in our band. Thank you. Yeah. And Phil was like, yeah, he'd fit in our band. <laughs> I think the whole idea was to try to have something that sounded pretty heavy, but also like try to maintain some pop elements to it sure. as well. But I can do that. You know, we all come from a different, like many different backgrounds of music. So it's taking everybody's ideas and kind of meshing them together to create something kind of unique to Seattle, I think. I don't know. You guys have a very um, interesting, you fall in it because it's heavy. But it's not like super abrasive, abrasive heavy. It's also melodic. It's it's really good. What would you guys, you know, would you guys call it heavy rock? Would you call it like, you know, is it? I think that's probably a safe way to classify it. Just because I mean, there's so many like sub genres yeah. of music. That sure. It's like, yeah. It's, yeah, get lost yeah when, in the weeds. Blackened grindcore. You <laughs> know? Like when people emo ask, violence. When people ask, and I don't. It's like like my my wife's aunt. Like what kind of music do you play? I'm like ah, it's it's like heavy rock, because I you know like yeah. It's, you, when you, but uh, do you know Green Day? It's <laughs> like so not that. like that. Big influence. All of ours. Actually, well, the, fir- the first time I met my sister-in-law, she was asking, and I didn't know that she didn't know anything about music. She's uh, like a choral singer, mm-hmm. and she was like, "What kind of music is it?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, you like uh, at the drive-in." She's like, "I don't know what that is." And I was like. Oh, uh, and I said some other things. She's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was like, oh, like post-hardcore? She's like, is that different than pre-softcore? <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. Like, I mean, what are you watching? I got to use that later. <laughs> pre-softcore. That's yeah, yeah. I always just am like somewhere in between hardcore, indie, and punk. Yeah, I like it. And But you can actually understand what you're singing. So. Yeah, uh, that, that's it, debatable, I no. guess. I haven't heard all of the new EP, <laughs> yeah, exactly. which got trimmed off the other record. All uh, the weird stuff with the screaming is mostly on that EP. So, 
Yeah, well, let's I, let's yeah. stop trying to classify what the music is. Let's play some of the music and let the music speak Sounds for itself. Good. That's right. Uh, we're going to go into Stranger in the Sky. There's a song I've been playing here on Loud and Local. Anyone want to introduce this, or should we just jump into it? Let's jump most, in. Yeah, yeah, jump in. It's Chrome Lakes here on Loud and Local. from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game you have 47 new voicemails download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollars per order additional terms apply This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Stranger in the Sky, Chrome Lakes uh, from the Besides EP coming out uh, on the 23rd. Is that right? Correct. Friday the 23rd. And uh, you can um, get the CD version. Uh, is it going to be on vinyl or just CD and streaming? Just CD and CD? streaming. Okay, cool. Streaming everywhere. Apparently on Peloton. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> We're all over the place. All TikTok. Right, what, what does that mean? Your music can be yeah, so on the, Peloton? Uh, the, you know, the company that you go through, TuneCore, it's like when you upload your music, you get a receipt that shows you all the different platforms it goes out to. And I just realized Peloton is one of them. Okay. So, yeah, if you want to get your sweat on on a bicycle and listen to us. Carson right. Hill. Yeah. You know, it's okay. What are some of the other streaming places? Obviously, oh, Spotify, so many other Apple ones that I'm not is even Napster, with, you know, probably <laughs> all of them is what yeah, they tell yeah, us. Yes. basically all LimeWire. I just rip it onto my computer and play it on Winamp. It sounds oh my god, yes. <laughs> yeah. like, have what skin are you? <laughs> yeah. You still on your trial for that Winamp? <laughs> yeah, man. I had to upload, I had to use my AOL 100 free hours disk <laughs> to oh, boot up my computer. Uh, okay, so, um. Again, the show's coming out. Uh, so if you want to hear these songs live, Substation, Friday, June 30th, and that's over in the Ballard area. I actually just went to Substation last night. I saw a band called Zayo. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was trying that to go to that, night. but I didn't make it back. Was it great? Yeah. It was uh, sold out. It was awesome, dude. It's one of my favorite, like my foundational bands. I so. saw them back mm. in the day without Dan. It was mm-hmm. whoever filled in for yeah, them. Yeah, I saw that one, the, too. At the rock so weird. It was not that great. Yeah. Darcy. They ended yeah, yeah. with uh, "Burn It Down to Walk Away." Absolutely, yes. burn it down. yeah. And everyone was just saying, yeah, along. Yeah, I loved how everyone down. there was like old, like me, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah it was, we have a similar look. Yeah, exactly. Right. Everyone was bald and like beards, and it was yeah, drinking. Burn it down and hobble away. Exactly. Yes. It was cool though, man. So good. It was kind of like a, a youth group mosh, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, leave room for Jesus. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Leave room for Jesus. It was a good time, man. So again, substation. Do you guys practice there? Is that we where you do guys not. practice? Okay, we're over in Pill Hill. Okay, nice. What's the place called? Groovebox? Groovebox Groove Groove Studios. Universe uh, something? Yeah, Groovebox Studios. Oh, right on. Yeah. yeah, great spot up uh, just on 12th Avenue. Cool. So, yeah, we're not too far from here. Right on. So you guys are heavily influenced by, you know, Seattle rock and roll. You guys were talking yes. about very distinctly Northwest. Uh, let's go around the room. Aaron, start with you. Oh, boy. Favorite Northwest artists or bands, uh, just musicians of all time? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Could be current bands or, you know, long, long gone bands. Yeah, yeah. Like, if it, if it's current, it's always a toss-up between Sandwriter and Helms Lee. Yeah. Um, because Helms Lee is so unclassifiable. Um, and that new Sandwriter is... So I damn know, good. I know. Mm-hmm. Those guys. Uh, but like, you know, my first tape was Nevermind by Nirvana, mm-hmm. and that started everything. And then, you know, about a month later, I heard Pantera and moved on. But um, <sighs> yeah, it, that's a hard one to like, you surprised me, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nirvana. Whoa. <laughs> Phil. Uh, Quick to Blame. Wow. Oh, my God, yeah. Actually, my brother is the current drummer for Quick to Blame. Wait, there's a current drummer for Quick, Quick to Blame? <laughs> they got back together, yeah. They're, uh, they're, they're, they're not doing anything right now, I think. They're, they're like, you know, they all have, they're all, we're all old. Blow my mind. Uh, yeah, yeah, but they got back together. They're not doing, like, the metalcore thing. They're doing the older, like, when they were more of a punk band. Okay. And my brother is their drummer. Interesting. So, yeah, cool. shout out to Quick to Blame. Shout them out. What's all up, right. Ty? Kidsatbands.com. Yes, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Throwing it back. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, favorite Northwest bands? Is that one? That's what yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely, uh, These Arms Are Snakes for me. Awesome. Um, obviously, you know, like Botch and kind of the yeah. hardcore scene that we have around here, but... Dude, I saw that Botch is doing that cave-in converge and Botch. I know. I had a buddy Jesus. reach out to me. Oh. It's happening a day <laughs> before my 40th. Here. He's like, do you want to go to Boston? I was like, not in the middle of winter. I was like, I'm trying to go somewhere tropical. It's amazing. It will be man. amazing. Cave-in is one of my favorite bands oh, ever. Dude. Yeah. That yeah. new cave-in is so I do have a cave-in tattoo. That's yeah. awesome. It sounds uh, like a new cave-in tour. Yes. Ooh, that would be yeah. a solid tour. But, um, yeah, outside of that, I mean, it's essentially just all the bands that kind of sprung from botch like mm-hmm. all their side projects and stuff that they did but uh definitely the top for me is these arms are snakes nice yeah right on. there you go i definitely came up on a lot of the indie stuff like yeah botch and blood brothers and whatnot but i, I probably have to throw it back to sunday real estate yeah, yeah. As, yeah. as my formula formulative band uh, playing that bumper shoot Playing a mm-hmm. bumper shoot, yeah. which is the first time I saw him, was also a bumper shoot. In nice, which was fantastic. Awesome. Uh, it was kind of weird because they followed like Fuel and Eve Six. Okay, nice. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> a little bit of a weird uh, Dude, Eve Six uh, pairing. Be, I don't know. Uh, Eve Six it was a good show. Fun. I'm not gonna lie. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> so they're great. Uh, but current bands, it, we play with Reader and Assertion a fair amount, and William Assertion. from yeah. Sunny Day Real Estate is in Assertion. So yeah. Yeah. Reader would together. definitely be one of my also Readers. Readers. So if, you're not, if you haven't heard yeah. Reader, hands down, look probably like every musician in Seattle's oh, yeah. favorite yeah. band. Yeah, Readers? you have yeah. to look them up. Local, local buds, yeah. super solid. They, they uh, practice in our building. They do. They're our neighbors and they're practicing. If you haven't met uh-huh. Andy King, I haven't. He's a drummer oh. around town in many, many bands. Awesome. But... Readers, check out, look it up. They're fe- check they're it fantastic. out. Yeah. Might go see them after this. Yeah, yeah we might. We're, we're gonna go tonight. see them. Where are they playing at? We're down here. So. Ten o'clock tonight. Yeah, yeah. Belltown Yacht Club. That's a cool venue. It is great. A cool venue. Yeah, them yeah. and Pink Boa, another friends of ours. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Chad, what about you, man? I think I'm gonna have to say Akimbo this time. Oh, okay. Yes. And I want to oh, tell you. Oh, he was Sandrider before they were cool, right? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, let me tell you a story here. I feel like. I saw them so many times, like open for the Blood Brothers, mm-hmm. open here, open there. And every time I was just like, wow, who is this band? And then one time they came up to Bellingham and played the D Street house, which was okay, you know, yeah. somebody's house. They had yeah. shows at in the basement. Yeah. But the basement started flooding. And <laughs> was that funds from Shook One's house? It could have been. Okay. I definitely saw Shook One's in the yeah. basement yeah. in Bellingham, too. But uh, basically they had to play in the living room, so they just stacked all their amps up behind them. And while they were playing, everyone was just throwing beer cans just Amazing. the whole time. Yeah, And I don't know. I just, that just always stuck in my mind as one of the best shows. Cause I think it that was happened just like, at their last show, too, the, the beer cans. Like. That seems like it <laughs> yeah. should. Yeah. 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 Common thread. <laughs> yeah. But my, yeah, they just always, and I just always love that band. So yeah, that's my pick this time. Okay. Nice. Well, well, yeah. I, uh, Quick, quick story that I, I regret to this day. Uh, my old band, Claymore, mm-hmm. one of our very first shows, our fifth or sixth show, we got offered to play with Akimbo uh, at the the skate park in Port Orchard, but it was the indoor skate park, so it was the the hole. That's right. I had no idea who Akimbo was, uh, and I assume is so. The show was going to be on my birthday, my ninth, my nineteenth birthday. I had no idea who Akimbo was. I thought they were going to be some dumb rap rock band because the name. <laughs> so I said, "Nah, I don't really want to. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather celebrate my birthday." And then we went to the. I'd rather old... smoke cigarettes and listen. To <laughs> right. Finally, buy them. 
Uh, and then we went to the old Paradox to see, uh, I don't know, whoever Kimbo opened for at that show. And I yeah. went, oh, man, we should have done that. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I'm dumb. Well, again, dude, and to this like day, I'm like, pre-streaming where you can check out a band. and like, Oh, yeah. yeah. The show to hear the band. Well, and and whoever made the flyer for the show made some stupid, like the font they used was horrible. So I just assumed, you know, it was like, hey, that's a, you know, you, there's a, a, you know, that was important. The font choice. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bad, bad flyer. So no. Make it legible. Exactly. Oh, it was, it was, it was too legible. (laughs) All the crazy death metal bands, like make your writing legible. (laughs) (laughs) And when you're a kid and you only have like 10 bucks, it's like, you know, yeah. I'm gonna buy a pack of smokes instead of going to this new metal show that I think is gonna suck. And then, and then you find out fifteen dollars on weed. Oh yeah. man, we're old enough. A pack of cigarettes is like three seventy five. Exactly. There you right. go. We'd still have enough money to go to. We got to the reservation. It was ninety seven cents. <laughs> uh, man, so okay, so you guys uh, are gonna be also putting out another record. Is that right? So Ooh, are you guys hard to get that information? Did hot we tell tip. you? Oh, is that okay? Is that are we? No, no. This is a highest level. We are allowed to talk about. I guess we sort of trickled that in as. We've been talking. <laughs> <laughs> so when can we maybe expect that? 2024? Or? Our Friday the 13th of October. This really? Year. Okay. Yeah. yeah so 12 we got our new songs. It's all essentially, the, yeah, all the COVID it's, writing sessions. It's essentially awesome. done, yeah. It's yeah. the mixing. Very, very is, close. Mixing yeah. is happening now and maybe some additional tracking, but it's re- it's almost ready. Mm-hmm. Are you able to tell me who you worked with, like as far as mixing? Derek Maury. I know okay. you know him. Oh, yeah. yeah, Derek yeah. Rocks, That's our go to guy. Hell yeah. For sure. That's awesome. Right on. Well, uh, what can you tell me about the new the new material? Well, basically, it was like during lockdown, you know, it's like we were pretty, we had to be cautious about, you know, obviously, like when we could get together. So if we did, it was usually a couple people at a time mm-hmm. to just keep the distancing happening and abide by the rules. Yeah. But uh, yeah, essentially, it's just a, sort of like how it came together was just over the course of being locked down from the world and not being able to play shows. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, I think more or less. It's like people would come with some ideas, do, you know, two-person practices, yeah. try to get some sort of structure going, and sure. then, uh, you know, send out the ideas. And then eventually when we could start doing full practices again, then we kind of came in prepared. Right on. Yeah, it was pretty fun because we wouldn't all get together at the same time, but, yeah. like, there'd be three of us that could show up or yeah. something. and. Yeah. Whoever wanted to play drums would play drums. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. And, you know, we can all like kind of play drums. Mm -hmm. So, right. It was like, all right, who can hold something down long enough for us to like write this thing? Totally. And we just kind of switch off doing that and came up with a, you know, big group of songs. That's awesome. So, yeah, this is just a mishmash of like all of our material, which was really kind of cool on this one. Yeah. I think um, just about everybody wrote something mm-hmm. for the batch of songs. Yeah. I mean, not all of them made Chad, the record. Chad wrote but, yeah. a lot on this one. There's a lot of Chad songs. Uh-huh. Awesome. But we've got, like, one of my favorites is Aaron's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I wrote part of one that I ended up cutting at the end in favor of one of Chad's, but, you know. It's still there. It'll it'll it be. Might, it might be on eventually. C- it might be on seasides. <laughs> is it? Is it, is it can, will we be able to tell if we know you guys? Like, like be like, okay, that's a Chad song. I would oh, be very interested song. to know I, if anybody. Okay. I'm going to say know. no because okay. when um, my one of my best friends heard our last record, he assumed that some of the heaviest riffs on there were mine, and I was like, no, absolutely not. Actually, the chorus for this one is uh, like a um, what's the 
the, the one where you and I scream back and forth. Mm. Why am I blanking oh, on the name mm, of that mm, one? That yeah. one. Yeah. There's only one of that those, one. right? Yep, yep, yep. Anyway. The, uh, it, everything yeah. goes through the Chrome Lakes grinder. Okay. Yeah. It, all the ideas come together. We kind of work them out in a room. People add different stuff. We change arrangements. We pull it apart, put it back together again. So it's kind of hard to tell. The it's Chrome like, Lakes grinder. Absolutely. Yeah. I like yeah. That. But it's, it's, with, with it's a new app. There's yeah. an E in there. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> Chrome Lakes Grinder, it's going to be the next best yeah. app. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I, I probably asked Chad this because he's been in the studio a couple times in the last couple of years. Veteran. But uh, uh, first album you ever purchased with your own money on CD, vinyl, tape, whatever it was, whatever format it was. But the first time you actually purchased music with your own money. And Aaron, let's start with you again, man. Yeah, I think I think I said it was Nevermind on tape. There was a place in Port Orchard called Encore Music and I could awesome. walk there with my allowance. But I think before that, I think the first – media I ever purchased was Snoop Dogg's Gin and Juice on a Kasingle. Awesome. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I think I, I bought that. I yeah. bought that single? And, yeah, yeah, the cassette yeah. single. That's great. I, uh, I bought that and Beck's Loser at the same time because before I liked rock, I was a huge... I, I was a third grade hip-hop head. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, yeah, I heard Nirvana and was like, oh, cool. That's that's much cool. Uh, you know, that's <laughs> neat guitars. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had the little black cassette and just flip it over every time and instrumental version... And you were probably rapping it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I still, still know all of it. He still does it. Yeah. Yes. I'm not going to do it now. Don't, don't ask. <laughs> do not ask. No, can, no I'm not going to do it. a Funk Master Flex like, hey, freestyle for me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, give me a beat. beat. All right, give me a beat. <laughs> funk Master Flex. That's all I can say, yeah. <laughs> and how about you, man? Uh, I think, so mine was actually, I remember it so vividly, is that when I was finally old enough to where my parents felt I was responsible, responsible enough to get a CD player, I also got a gift card up to a Blockbuster Music when it was around. Yes, yes. So I... The went. last Blockbuster documentary does not remember Blockbuster Music. No, it's a no, shame because that was the first not place, yeah. even pre-Tower Records, where you could go listen to a record yeah. at their little bar yeah. counter yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So it's like... It's a listening it's station. Yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously at the time, that was 94 or so, uh, Blue Album, Weezer. and uh, I got kerplunk because i also got it mixed up for dookie i wasn't okay. quite yep. in the know as far as i was <laughs> like oh these though. are the songs i'm hearing yeah. so i bought Greendale. kerplunk and then yeah. was pleasantly surprised by kerplunk and been in love with that band ever since that's awesome so yeah those were the two records that i first got right two on, cds man. that i bought go. yeah and how about you dude uh the the first music that i owned was actually gifted to me by a cousin mm -hmm. and it was emf schubert dip you remember Unbelievable? Yes. 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 Unbelievable. Okay. Oh! I, I got that whole cassette. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I didn't purchase it. My mm -hmm. first purchase music was Dookie. Yeah. Yeah. On cassette. Yeah. Uh, by the time I got around to getting a disc man and buying CDs, uh, I think it was actually the Allison Chain self titles, nice. the first CD I bought. That's awesome. Oh. Yeah. And Chad? Well, I think I said Aladdin on one of these other ones. It was a cassette, <laughs> the soundtrack to Aladdin. Nice. Yeah. But I don't remember which ones I bought first, but I had four CDs. Okay. I had Presidents. Nice. I had Alanis Morissette, okay. Jagged Little uh -huh. Pill. Yeah. I had Hootie and the Blowfish. Okay, this is the 90s light alternative oh, yeah. right? starter pack. And I had Silver Chair Frog Stomp. Yes. Nice, yeah. dude. Respectable. And this that... is like the BMG CD Club. For one <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, you still I, I definitely took advantage of yes, that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Chad sure. is in a lot of debt to that company right now. <laughs> I, somewhere I in the ether, bills. I owe BMG $57. I remember yeah. that it was yeah, my first debt when I was like 12. Yeah. Wow, dude. But definitely Frog Stomp being the most... 
influence yeah. on me and like following that band all the way through till the very bitter end. Yeah. I love Silverchair. Just yeah. gonna say that right Come now. Come back, Silverchair. Oh yeah. Right. You guys could cover Silverchair. We have. Oh, we yeah. actually we one of our it. only songs we've ever covered was Silverchair. Okay. We actually have been joking around with covering Israel's Sun. We yeah. do it at practice a lot. Yeah. When you weren't About there two weeks ago, through. we turned it into Freedom by Rage Against the Machine. Like <laughs> <laughs> way, yeah. Maybe well, what, we'll what? just do a mashup. What's oh, the yeah. one that we actually covered? I don't even know the name of it. It's called Lie to Me, there and it's go. on Freak Show, and every time we played it, people were like, I don't know this song. They just assumed it was ours, but we said it was it's a cover. It's pretty punky, so it was like, it does sound it's like definitely Silver Chair's most punk rock song. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. It's in our wheelhouse. We're going to bust out Israel's son at a show at some point. It's going to happen. It has to. <laughs> it has we're going to make it all the way through the song at practice, and then we're like, okay, we're playing it. If or you guys, have, if you guys ever do good. a president song, you got to uh-huh. do the supersonic song. Supersonic. I love that song. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's so good. <laughs> well, it was originally Supermodel. Exactly. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah, they yeah. switched it up and the Sonic started yeah, to do yeah. well. Yeah. And they had Kevin Calabro uh, have a little, like, segue on there. Awesome. (laughs) We're getting nerdy. We're getting old here. You know, we're showing our age here on Loud and Local. Yes, sir. Uh, Again, Friday, June 30th is uh, a show with Snail Bones, Future Tense, Anthers at the substation with the band I'm talking to, Chrome Lakes, uh, putting out the B-Sides album called Besides. And uh, we're going to go into another song. This is Snake Oil. And uh, anything you guys want to say about this one? This is the only one off the upcoming record on this EP. Right on. It's Chrome Lakes here on Loud and Local.
Chrome Likes here on Loud and Local. That was Snake Oil Charmer. You can catch them uh, Friday, June 30th at the substation. And uh, thanks for coming up, guys. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, I should have asked. So um, you guys are from different places. You're from Port Orchard, Aaron. You guys, uh, Bellingham. Are you guys a Seattle band? Are you guys a Tacoma band? Are you guys? We are currently a Seattle band. Seattle band. We okay. are all Seattleites. Four fifths of us yeah. live in Seattle. I, okay. I, I'm the only East Sider out of Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I live over in Bothell now. Bothell. Okay. <laughs> but we do rehearse in Seattle, so yes. we can claim it. Did you yep. go to that Bothell yeah. blog party? No, I wasn't even aware of it. Yeah, they had like the black tones played out there, oh, and nice. apparently like a thousand people showed up, and there was like it was like a beer festival. And, was this like recent? Yeah, it was like two weekends ago. Oh, I was totally unaware of it. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, heard, I, heard, I saw a video of it. I was like, this is sick. If yeah. I knew that was happening in my neighborhood, I would have been, been there. Yeah. Although there was a weekend where uh, I could hear music coming out of my my place, and I couldn't figure out where it was coming from, probably so that, I took that. a walk around downtown. Couldn't see anything happening, so I have no idea where it was going where on. Was I there? specifically sat out to go find it, and I could not come across it. Damn. All right. So, yeah. Unfortunate, because I would have loved to have seen Black Tones over in Bothell. We need to get Chrome Lakes up on Bothell. Uh, we'll check it out. We, we, can do, go. we could do that. <laughs> do some McMinimins shows, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is there a McMinimins in Bothell? There is, oh, yeah. Oh, the cool. old Anderson Schoolhouse, which is like a place that I grew up skateboarding at. They used to have one of the best skate parks there on their property. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, now they, McMinimins came in, bought the whole property out. There is, I don't even know how many bars, like four or five right. different bars on the That's property. Cool. And, uh, yeah, a little tiki bar with the swimming go to. Wow. Like, it's super cool. I love tiki Movie bars. theater, like all that stuff. Yeah. It's totally different vibes. Yeah, it's a great area. Spots. That's badass, right? Yeah. On. Uh, so again, a new album on the way, uh, you, will be released, uh, October 13th, right? Friday, right. October 13th, Friday right. the 13th. Well, we're uh, also playing a show oh, at the sunset. Oh, really? No, Come no. Out. Yacht Club. We're playing at the Yacht Club. Are we? Yes. This is the first we've heard of this. No, I've, I've put it out there. <laughs> on, on, on we October can edit that out. Okay. <laughs> yes, we're playing uh, Friday, October 13th at the Yacht Club. Awesome. There down in Belltown with cool. uh, Dust Moth. Oh, I love Dust Moth. So, yeah, Dust Moth, we actually collaborated, collaborated with Irene on... Uh, one of our upcoming tracks, so we're really excited to put that out. I'm excited to go see Dust Moth open for Godflesh. That's oh, gonna be my good. God. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Right bring, bring four pairs of earplugs and yes. get the tape them on or something. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what's the heaviest show you guys have ever been to? Mine was My Bloody Valentine. That was incredibly heavy. 139 decibels. Are we talking loud or heavy? Loud. Loudest. Was the loudest. Sorry. Oy. I'm going to say Red Sparrows. Okay. That's the only show I've ever had to walk out of. And it was at El Corazon. Oh, yeah. But the kick was so loud that it was just like... You're feeling it? felt like my heart was palpitating. You know, it was just this immense pressure on my chest. And I was like, I got to (laughs) go. That was probably the heaviest, loudest thing I ever had to, like, actually leave from. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. I saw Sun at Numos. Oh, yeah. And it was just, just so much volume. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Got to say, maybe Dillinger Escape Plan at okay. El Corazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was insanely loud, but it's so much fun. Oh yeah, so but uh, if if it's not that, then it was the Botch reunion shows. It was yeah. the craziest, loudest show I've ever seen in my life. So good. Like I went both nights. First night was relatively tame, but that second night, everything just went <sighs> like like a lit fuse. Is insane. Uh, I should have yeah. gone to the second night. It was absolutely. <laughs> I uh, I played in Spokane. I played a show with um, Breather Resist oh, and nice. this band called Cursed. Cursed was a sludgy hardcore Love band. Love Cursed. They were so loud. 
each guitar player had two half stacks, and I don't know what brands they were. There were these weird, probably like you know European or something, but they they were so loud you couldn't hear the drums, and the sound guy was like screaming at them between songs like, you need to turn down you need to turn down and the singer just looked at him and shrugged and they just kept playing you could hear the cymbals once in a while no <laughs> drums I, I like this was back when i was too cool to wear earplugs and i was like oh, hands over my ear yeah i was like wear earplugs everybody oh That's yeah yeah no, <laughs> that was probably the last ears, time yeah. i didn't and they were yeah the singer was very pleased that they were that loud and my favorite part was that I knew they were playing Studio 7 the night after. I saw that. Yeah. And that guy with was notorious with, uh, for, like, Grace telling Gold. you to... Yeah, nice. yeah. I, was, I wanted to go to that. I was, yeah. I was curious, like, how did that happen? Because the, the sound guy at Studio 7 was would always make you turn down to, like, especially yeah. for tube amps. Like, this doesn't work at this. But anyway, yeah. Cursed was hands down the loudest thing I've ever seen. Wow. The, the, the PA at the Detour in Spokane could not handle... Like, it was maxed. Because when the singer talked, it was... <laughs> it was the teacher from Peanuts. Like, wow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, catch some heaviness. I don't know if it'll be that loud, but it'll be loud. It'll be loud. Uh, it's Substation again, uh, Friday, June 30th, and the band is Chrome Lakes. Uh, catch their uh, B-Sides EP release show for B-Sides. And uh, again, that's with Snail Bones, Future Tense, and Anthers at the Substation. Um, if people can't make it to the show, what's the best way to follow you guys? Definitely, uh, Bandcamp is a great way. Awesome. You can buy the album on there, and the majority of the money goes to that, unless you catch one of those Fridays where we get all the money. Yes. Uh, which is great. I mean, we need people to show up. It's super vital for us to be able to perform as a band and, uh, you know, be able to produce merchandise and all that stuff for you guys. So, um, yeah, if you can contribute in any way, it's really important, but... Uh, otherwise, just you know, Instagram, Facebook. I don't know how many people are <laughs> on the Facebook these yeah, days. It's our but parents. It's where I days. share my conspiracy theory. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can find us streaming just about anywhere. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Chromalix.bandcamp.com. Peloton. 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 Peloton's, Peloton's a big. Yeah, yeah. check them out on Peloton. Really <laughs> take off for us Next time you're pedaling, we're on the internet. Peloton Platinum. Awesome. <laughs> the Chrome Lakes Grinder. With, yes. Uh, <laughs> without the e. <laughs> With yeah, that yeah, it's an app. You can download it. You get to date any one of the five of us. Yes, I love it. Uh, we're going to go into sideline. Uh, any final words? Who wants to say it? Ooh, this is on me because this has been the song I've been waiting for most to release. It's taken, I think, wrote it about eight years ago. Wow. So it's taken a long time to put it out into the ether, but um, yeah, it's sort of like a rock and roll roller coaster that was inspired by. Uh, Daniel Rosen guitar playing, which he's a bear. Mm -hmm. I think he's absolutely incredible musician, but kind of came out of trying to figure out some of the chords that he was playing with and not realizing he uh, he does a lot of alternate tunings and I play in standard as okay. much as I can. So nice. Uh, that's a, that's what we got. But yeah, it's a rock and roll roller coaster. It's, it's almost killer. our country song. It is nice country country rock and roll, but evolves into like a rock and roll ballad. So uh, super fun and catchy and. Yeah, I'm just happy to finally have it out there. Well, let's go. It's Sideline Chrome Lakes. Catch them at the substation Friday, June 30th. At the substation, it's Loud and Local here on The Rock. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so Thank much. You. Yeah.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 